you might have to change what's coming into you so that you can change what's coming out of you. And now for what comes in, what goes out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, you're the center of it all. Let us just go in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, my God. I ask that you bless your word in me, that you bless it in my life, and that you bless it on my lips right now, my God. That those who need to hear the message that you have for them today may receive it, God. Soften their hearts, God, as you've softened mine to hear this one. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Amen. It feels really good to be back. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute. <laughs> I am very grateful to be back, so I'm just going to dive straight into my message today. This is... This is a message that, honestly, as I'm writing this for you all, is speaking to me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this one here, I need to learn this one. And so as I speak to you today, honestly, I'm going to be receiving it even deeper into my heart. The title of this message today is called, What Comes In, What Goes Out? What comes in, question mark. What goes out, question mark. And at the end of this message, what I want you to be able to do is whenever you're in situations where you're insecure, whenever fear tries to take over you, whenever there are things you're uncertain about and you're like, I don't know, you know, what's going on, what comes in, what comes out? I want you to be able to ask that question to God, ask that question to yourself. First, I'm going to dive into an example of my life. And then I'm going to explain what that example means, because it's probably not going to make any sense. (laughs) Then I'm going to have to explain it. And then I'm going to go into a more subtle example, and then we're going to finish off the message. The first example in my life is about Naruto. I don't know if anybody in the room knows who that is, but that's an anime character. An anime is a cartoon. (laughs) When I was a kid, about eight or nine or so, I was Naruto. I straight up, you could not convince me otherwise. I was having dreams that I was this man. I was just 100% watching him hours a day. Like if it was spring break, for example, I would literally sit inside and watch him 10 hours a day for the entire week. And I would just eat cup noodles in a chair until I'd get a crank in my neck, just staring at a screen. But there was this thing about Naruto. Naruto has this thing called the nine-tailed fox. Basically, it's a fox demon. And he got a fox demon that lives in his stomach. And that when Naruto gets mad, the fox demon take over, and it messes people up. When I used to get mad, because I'm Naruto, I thought I had a fox demon, and it would take me over, and I was going to be able to mess people up. What would happen was, I would thought the nine-tailed fox was going to take over, and I would beat down on my big brothers. But I wasn't Naruto, <laughs> and I didn't have a Naruto fox, so I would just end up with a wedgie. <laughs> but the thing about it is, the reason that I was emulating Naruto is because when I watched Naruto, every single second, 
Naruto was making me feel something. He was hitting something that was like deep inside of me, but he was making me feel something. And at least for me, when I feel something, it likely is that that thing is sticking. It likely, when I'm feeling something, it means it's reached my heart. And when something reaches your heart, it sticks, and it's gonna come back out, most likely, in some way, shape, or form. So let me take you to a verse in the Bible. Proverbs chapter four, verse 20 to 27. Proverbs chapter four, verse 20 to 27. Now I'm gonna read it in the New Living Translations. It says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the straight path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. There are two main things that I pulled from this verse today. Number one, guard your heart. Guard it. Guard it with your life because it holds the path of your life. Because when you feel something, it's likely something reaching your heart. Guard it. Number two, and you can see this and let them penetrate. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart for they bring life to those who find them. Pour good things into your heart intentionally to crowd out the bad and to water the good. So I also want to give a more subtle example of kind of how this can manifest in people's lives. An example, another one in my life. Well, I would say this example is just podcasts. Before becoming in a relationship with my wife, I used to watch a lot of podcasts about the fears and frustrations of men and women that they have with each other. And to me, it was just to understand. I thought, I'm just trying to learn about this topic so I'll be prepared for my relationship. I can stay away from the bad thought processes and embrace a thought process of life. I would watch it mainly, to be honest though, because a lot of the people around me would be watching it and I needed to resist certain mentalities or I wanted to help people to kind of understand this topic better. But it also helped me to connect to those that were around me. So if I wasn't watching it, then I didn't know even how to converse and talk about certain topics. The problem is, every single time I talked about this stuff, it sounded and felt like pride and judgment as it came out. When I'm regurgitating, when I'm talking about it to actually find the light path in it, even in that process, it's sounding like pride and judgment. Even whenever I'm doing that, it's sounding like insecurity. When I'm doing that, it's sounding like fear. It's leaving me with the feelings that I don't want. I was insecure in this area, and I knew that. But I didn't know that every podcast episode I was letting in was not helping, but keeping me in the same place in my insecurity. You could tell by the insecurity and confusion that came out when I talked about it. I was not listening to people that could bring peace to the chaos. I felt more frustrated, fearful, and pessimistic after every single conversation discussing the topics like how they did in the podcasts I watch, even though I was just tr talking to try to understand, honestly. And I want to tell you about this verse. Luke chapter 6, verse 39. Luke chapter 6, verse 39. It's the new, this is the New Living Translations. Then Jesus gave the following illustration. Can one blind person lead another? 
Won't they both fall into a ditch? So there's a lot of the times that we're feeling insecure, that we're feeling frustrated, that we're feeling confused. And we're like, I want to see somebody talking about this. I need to listen to some music that soothes that ache that's within me. But that is causing you to feel something. And when you feel something, it's likely reaching your heart. And it's hitting you and it's sticking. What comes in? What goes out? And here's what this relates to. When it comes to the areas you're most insecure about, who are you listening to that talks about these areas? What do you read and watch about these areas? Who has inspired you deep down to become like them in those areas? Who makes you feel something? Because what you feel likely has reached your heart. That's what comes in. And as these things come in, watch what comes out of you. How do you feel while you're talking about it and after you're done talking about it? How do you feel while you're talking about it? How do you feel after you're done talking about it, after watching this stuff, inhaling it and ingesting it? Is insecurity and pride what you feel as you talk about the things you've listened to, read, and watched? Is impatience what you feel during the conversation as you're talking about it? Is impatience what you feel after you're done talking about it? Is it distrust that's enhanced as you're talking about it? Is it distrust and fear that's enhanced after you're done talking about it? Bat fruit in, bat fruit out. And the thing is, it may be easier to notice that it's bad fruit out after it's processed in you rather than when it's bad fruit in from the world. It's kind of like it's easier sometimes to discern poisoned food after your body has had a bad reaction rather than just seeing the food as it goes in. It can look a little bit more deceptive whenever it goes in. But as you begin trying to talk about it and process it and let it come out, it may be easier to notice, yeah, that was a little bit of a bad thing that I just ate, that I just ingested. And so my closing verse is just Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. New Living Translations, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. And I already said this one. This is just a segment of what I said previously. Guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. Who makes you feel something? Because when something makes you feel something, that's likely has reached your heart. You might have to change what's coming into you so that you can change what's coming out of you. That's my message for today. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the message titled, What Comes In, What Goes Out, by Joseph Bronner. This message is number 6641. That's 6641. To listen to thousands of free messages, or to send this message number 6641 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you, and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's I want to give. Dot com. Listen to brothers of the word dot com often because brother you need the word. From brothers of the word.